For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. You're listening to Daybreak. Happy Finals Week! Today, we cover exchange students' perspectives at Princeton, late Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor's funeral service, and volcanic activity in Iceland. It's Wednesday, December 20th. According to the Office of International Programs, about 60% of Princeton undergraduates hop on a plane to pursue internships, academic study, among other opportunities for four or more weeks abroad during their time at Princeton. But who are the students taking a momentary pause from their home universities to study in the U.S.? We spoke with Associate Features Editor Sejal Goud to learn more about exchange students and their time at Princeton. Hi, I'm Sejal Goud. I'm in the class of 2025, and I'm the Associate Features Editor for the Prince. Awesome. Yeah, so I guess the first question is, what are some common misconceptions about exchange students? Something that the exchange students I spoke to found themselves having to clarify quite often is that they aren't international students in the way that we might think of it, typically, because they aren't degree-seeking. So whereas a lot of the international students that we know at Princeton have finished their secondary school and then they're now coming to Princeton for their four years. These exchange students are already kind of settled in a home university and they're just coming here for a year or for a semester, perhaps to get some credits in some cases, but really just more for the experience of being abroad. And then I think the last misconception is that exchange students can't join eating clubs. That was something that was pretty surprising for me was to hear that five of the 19 exchange students who are here for the fall actually signed into Terrace. Interesting, yeah. And what are some exchange student perspectives on the Princeton education compared to their home universities? One perspective that I heard pretty repeatedly in my interviews is that the exchange students were really amazed by the flexibility of classes that they get to take through the liberal arts program that we have here at Princeton. And then they were also really impressed by the amount of academic resources that they receive, whether that's access to manuscripts in Firestone or if that's getting some more in-depth academic advising. And then thinking about residential life, quite a few of the students I spoke to were coming from more urban campuses. And so they really like this idea of having a tighter community that comes from having almost all the students living, studying and eating in a shared space together for all four years. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. You can read more of Sejal's piece at dailyprincetonian.com. In national news, The funeral of former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor was held yesterday. She passed away on December 1st at age 93 after struggling with advanced dementia. Gathered at the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C., President Joe Biden and Chief Justice John Roberts, among other figures, spoke about her life and work as the first woman to serve as a U.S. Supreme Court Justice. Roberts emphasized her groundbreaking progress in the legal sphere, applauding her success despite launching a career when, quote, most men in the established profession did not want women lawyers, let alone judges. President Biden stated that O'Connor played an integral role in empowering generations of women. On Monday, O'Connor laid in repose in the Supreme Court's Great Hall for members of the public to pay their respects. In international news, a volcano in Iceland began erupting on Monday and the country's meteorological office stated that gas pollution could hit Reykjavik, the nation's capital, as early as this morning. This eruption comes after weeks of intense earthquakes and tremors around the city, 
Last month, roughly 4,000 Grindavik residents evacuated to escape the threat of lava flow. Volcanologist Dr. Evgenia Ilyinskaya stated that this eruption is not as severe as the one in 2010, which created an ash plume that caused several days of air travel disruption in Europe. Currently, there are no disruptions to flights to and from Iceland, and international flight corridors remain open. Ilyinskaya said in a statement that, quote, it seems not to be threatening, although it remains to be seen. Today, it will be sunny with a high of 46 and a low of 29 degrees. That's all for Daybreak today. Signing off for the rest of the semester. Today's episode was written by me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Warren, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. Have a wonderful day.